Umkit Industries proudly presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, a pendant production. In the summer of 1943, President Franklin D. Roosevelt's clandestine squadron of P-47 Thunderbolts upheld their mission to defend the free world from Nazi villainy. This squadron was known as Brassy Battalion, and this is their story. Tonight's episode, The Payback Under the Pacific. When we last left our brave fighting force, Brassy Battalion, they had just discovered Cornelius' second surprise, a submarine. Let's listen in as they delve beneath the ocean in search of Dixie Stenberg. All ahead, full, Mr. Withersby. All ahead, full, Captain I. Shouldn't Archie be the one giving orders? He outranks us. <laughs> he outranks you, son. Besides, my ship, my rules. Mr. Pearson is correct. This is technically a private waterborne vessel, and I am only too happy to serve under his command. His nice ship, but... Is a little small, da? Claustrophobic, Benedict? I have no problem with closets. Benny's right, it is a bit cramped in here. Ah, listen to that pain. Ah, reminds me of Mom's heartbeat. Actually, that's uh, Sona, but whatever works for you. So you built this too, Frodenberg? Yeah, well, not really. Most of the parts were shipped over from the Navy as purchased by Herr Cornelius. We simply reassembled and reconfigured them into the modern marvel of technology that you see before you. You've been busy this year. Yeah, you noticed. Yeah, where is Frank? Hang on. Engine room. Engine room here, Captain. Everything seems normal and is normally operating in a normal fashion. Thank you, Mr. McGuff. I'm afraid Frank may need some assistance down there. He's also in charge of loading the torpedo tubes should we run into trouble. We got any food down here? Food? I'll go. Yeah, us too. I fear what Boss and Joey might do to my handiwork if left unsupervised, and we may need the extra muscle. Come on, Robert. My servos are at your service. Well, now that that's settled, we can get on with business. Miss Lily, if you cannot take over the sonar, and Mr. Galen, the communication. Of course. I'll be happy to. And what of me? Who are the armaments, son? If you'd be so kind. It is an honor. And so, Brassy Battalion cruised through the warm Pacific brine, slowly searching for their missing leader. Time stretched on, with little more than seaweed to keep them company. <sighs> this is impossible. We're never going to find her. We've been searching for hours. No sign of any life except for fish. I hate fish. Perhaps we should try a new heading. All we know is Dixie headed west. So, west we shall go. Must we go so slowly, though? It's important to be thorough. We have no idea what we're looking for. We don't want to miss it. Miss what? Whatever is out there. What have you got, Lily? I'm not sure. It's smaller than the sub. Maybe 40 feet by... Forty feet, tops. Forty by forty? That is near Thunderbolt size. 
Mr. Witherspy. Take us closer. Hi. The submarine slowly approached its target. The members of Brassy Battalion tense and filled with worry. It's Dixie's plane. It's got to be. She was shot down. But then, she could still be in there and... And it would be far too late to help her. We need visual confirmation. Let's just have a little look-see. You have underwater periscope? Only the best for Barassi Battalion. A hush fell over the submarine, everyone almost afraid to breathe as they waited for the worst and hoped for the best. It's her plane, all right. Oh, no. Dixie. She had a distinguished career. We must live to fight another day. Wait, wait. The hatch is open. There's nothing in the cockpit except water. You're sure? She's escaped. She's alive. As capable, crafty, and clever as ever. She'd live to fight another day. Yes, yes. There's nothing else out there. She got out. Simply oh. smashing. Oh, yes. Hooray. Simply smashing. What's all that yelling you're yelling? We found Dixie's plane. Oh, no. Dick. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Worry not, my fantastic, fabulous friends. She seems to have a bailed out in the nick of time. All right. Oh, yeah. Dixie. This means she must be nearby. We've got to find her. Brassy Battalion's coming for you, Dix. And here's a word from our saintly sponsor, Umket Industries. And to help us with our saintly demonstration today, we have a distinctly unsaintly assistant. That harmful, heinous, hateful woman we all love to despise, guys! Hi. Now, friends, just imagine that you are a non-corporeal blue entity who lives in a mammoth, labyrinth-like underwater lair. If it happened to me, it could happen to you. Of that I have little doubt. And now just imagine, the windows on that base, why, they must get awfully dirty from all the sea salt and seaweed and sea dirt and sea whatnot. Sea water is dry and dirty, gets on your windows and makes them not pretty. Clean them daily, Oh, you have no idea. I'm constantly yelling at Volker and the troops to clean them. Hello? You don't have to yell, you know. It hurts my feelings. Silence! If I may, I'd like to read to you a letter. Oh, yes, please do, sir. Thank you, sir. This is from Mrs. Adams of 3000 Oak Circle, St. Louis, Missouri, in regards to the Umcoin test. She wrote, quote, It's amazing to see the difference in cleansers. The coin moves so smoothly over the unclean. Of course, my experience there is not just the results of the uncoin test, as I've used unclean for years. And no, it doesn't scratch. Unquote. Well, thank you, Mrs. Adams, for those kind, kind words. We're glad you found the Umcoin test interesting. Unclean? Umcoin test? What are you talking about? You mean you don't know? But how can this be? The very ingredient that makes Umclean the leader in the Umcoin test was named after you. It... it was? Who else has such difficult glass to clean? Nary a person I know. Oh, gosh. That's so nice of you. Now, just what is Unclean? It's all the Schwartz soap, it's all clean. It's all the Schwartz soaps, where have you been? It's all you ever need, just ask the dean. The dean? 
Dean? Hello. I am the Dean. Of what? Many a mainstay of higher education. Like which ones? Several well-known colleges. The Dean. He's so smart. Well, he'd have to be to be a Dean. Yes, but what is he the Dean of? Learning. Yes, it's true. And take it from me, I'm clean as the best you've ever seen. That's it? The Dean is a man of few words. Well, when every word he says means so much, you can understand why. So um clean is some kind of soap? The gentlest there's ever been. You're pulling my leg! We couldn't even if we tried. Yes, and this is why we've developed the Umcorn test. Explain! Housewives from coast to coast tell us Umclean passes the test of daily use. Laboratory tests also show Umclean doesn't scratch, but the Umcoin test makes it possible to test your cleanser right in your very own home. Now, here's all you need do. Take a piece of glass, any window, drinking glass, a mirror will do, and sprinkle a little cleanser on it. Then rub a coin over the cleanser. Listen. Ow! My That's the most horrible thing ever! And I'm a Nazi! That grinding and grating sound is your warning that this cleanser contains scratchy particles that will mar surfaces. And that makes them harder to keep clean, which means more work for you! Or Volker! Now, hear the big difference when we make the same test with Umclean. There's no unpleasant scratching sound. Did you even do anything? You're just standing there. Listen again. I'm sure you heard how there was no scratching. I'm sure you're not even doing anything. It's gotta be tough with lots of us clean and it can't be easy being so very mean. You guys flatter me. Yes, we do. But why didn't I hear any scratching? There's no scratching because Unclean is made with Geistmatite and the coin moves smoothly over the flaky, flat-shaped particle. Geistmatite? Really? Yes. And so your Unclean not only saves surfaces, it saves you time and work, too. Or Volker. Geist watched us perform the Uncorn test right here in the studio, so you know it works. Geistmatite? I mean, goodness, you shouldn't have. Stop by your local druggists and pick up some Unclean today and perform your very own Uncorn test at home. And now we return to our program as the bruised and bleeding Dixie is brought before Geist. Finally! Ow. Geist, we bring you Dixie Stenberg. I bring her Dixie Stenberg. You bring her nothing with only one arm. Tra-la-la. Enough! Leave us! As you command, Geist. Hail Scar! Hail Scar! Bye-bye. Billingsley! Geist, Dixie is... Here. Here? What? I was merely traversing around the obstacles and... and... it seems Zeta Squad was able to do what you have not. There hides for this. So what? You sit around in a smelly puddle of blue goo all day? Is there a problem with that? You stink, sister. Runny! Guys! Yes, yes, we all know what you're calling yourself now. Though really, it doesn't suit your submissive nature as... Get on with it! Well, Dixie was... Yeah? We know. Welcome to the party. Oh, yes. Well, I see. Very well, then. But you may wish to know, I found the beast. What? Are you sure? As sure as you are blue and scary. Oh, how many times have we heard that? You've sent us all over the globe for a year chasing that monstrosity. And what do we have to show for it? Nothing! Dixie, 
What? We have Dixie to show for it. All is not lost. I had a hand in that, you know. Regardless, I am absolutely positively certain beyond certain that this time I've got it. Where? South America. I think it has something to do with the warmer climate. It's staying close to the equator and- Excellent. Billingsley, see that the modifications to your plane are finished soon. Volker, work with Billingsley, give him the coordinates, and launch as soon as you're ready! And what if this inept half-wit is actually correct? If the beast is there... Then we must capture it! I can't very well do that on my own! We have a base in the jungle there. Volker will fill you in on the details. No. I refuse to help anyone who calls me a half-wit. You are! I am a three-quarter wit at least. Be gone! Not enough of this. <coughs> Get off of me! Hey, there's no hitting. Ow! Stop it! Stop it! That's not fair! Let them go! No! You've nowhere to run! Not with this leg, no. And who says I want to run anyway? <coughs> ah! <coughs> I want you! Rupture the hole! You'd rather I stop? <laughs> Fine, shoot her! Oh, I am in terrible pain! Walker! I didn't mean to! Ha! <laughs> Even with only one good leg, I can still take you all down. Oh, really? I think you'll find your fists are rather useless against the likes of me! <laughs> And where's your fancy little toy gun, hmm? Oh, that's right. Zeta Squad took it from you! <laughs> I ain't done yet. What are you doing? Leave that alone! That's my equipment! Oh, yeah? So what? Cripes! What's this pipe do? No, that's the line to the back! That's a bad thing? Well then, let's do it some more. No! No! Not very far away, Brassy Battalion streaks through the ocean, determined to succeed. Lily? What is that? There's something ahead. It's huge. And there's something going on. I'm picking up a lot of noise, almost like explosions. I'm not picking up any signals. There! Out the window! Several sets of allied eyes peered out of the sub to see the familiar SCAR logo on the Mammoth underwater base as it began rising through the water. Scar! Look, there! The hull has been breached by an airlock. That's got to be Dixie. I'm sure of it. But how can we get in there? Cornelius to engine room. Cornelius to engine room. What's going on? Did we find something? Miss Dixie? Pipe down so I can hear the words coming through the pipe. McGuff here. Low tube one. Right, we're gonna see action. And use the special payload. Oh, so that's how it is, eh? Let me out of. But if we attack the base, we could end up hurting Dixie. Maybe this isn't the wisest plan. Trust me, folks. Trust in old Cornelius. Benedict, prepare to fire on my mark. Aye, my captain. Please, think this over. We're trying to save her, not kill her. Heave! Whoosh! Holy moly! This thing is heavy! We're yapping. 
we gotta get it in the launch tube. Quickly, my friend. I'm pushing. I'm pushing. Two ones loaded. Mr. Adelchenko, fire. Da, fire. You will pay for the destruction of my castle. Miss me. Get out from behind there, I... What? We're under attack. The whole place is shaken. Impossible. What's that noise? Oh, robot? Usually, but I also double as bombs and torpedoes. I'm sorry, but Planet Earth revoked your membership at the Club of Life. Prepare to be terminated. You first. Who's ah! falling towards the... Conspicuous consequences! This production has starred Renee Christine Jones as Dixie Stenberg. She's in my goop! Mark Zaracor as Frank McGuff. I've lifted some heavy things in my time, but that robot is heavy. Am I? Perhaps I should go on a reducing diet with the easy Umcat approach. Oh, there you go, trying to pitch for Umcat again. You made your choice. Ah, uh, I miss the commercials. I miss Mom. But you did get to be a torpedo. Boy, howdy. Steve Anderson as Reginald Billingsley. <sighs> Finding this beast is a fool's errand. Which is exactly why she's sending you. Aha! I'm a full wit after all. Go Volker, go Volker, go Volker. Jeremiah McCoy as Archibald Withersby. Vroom, vroom! I piloted the submarine. Get a little giddy at times, Withersby. Only around machines of military might. And why all the alliteration? Because... <coughs> okay, now I am going to find that beast, and I shall watch with pleasure as it devours you. Pete Mylan as Freudenberg. I repair thunderbolts, I fix robots, I install anti-aircraft guns, I assemble submarines. Why, it's almost like there's nothing I cannot do. Mm, I do love competent men. <laughs> Scott Vinicombe as Cornelius Robert Sims Pearson. You see, I may not get to pilot a plane, but I get to captain a submarine. Corny still knows how to have his fun. Why don't we have a submarine? Who says we don't? We do? We'll see. Anthony Pacelli as Joey Scalzetti. Can we shoot some real torpedoes next time? I want to see stuff blow up. Real mature, Joey. Bye, get back in your go. Chris Britton as Thomas Galen. Dixie, I just, I just missed her down in that goo. I mean, goodness, I hope she's alright. Don't be such a pansy. If worrying about a friend makes me a pansy, Joey, so be it. Harry Whittle as Benedict Ederchenko. Duh, me too. Am I pansy, Mr. Scalzetti? Ripes, Benny. Your biceps are bigger than my head. No, no, you ain't no pansy. Then neither is Thomas. Thank you, Benedict. Alicia Lane Matheson as Lily LaRue. You know what's far better than pansies? By lilies, of course. (laughs) (laughs) 
Catherine Pride as Geist. Okay, sure. I mean, I had a nice amount of lines this episode, but things didn't really go so well. Be careful what you wish for. Didn't I shoot you through a wall? Justin Dobby as Volker. Quite possibly. Maybe. Technically. Then be quiet! Eric Lodi as Ursula Unger. Please hold still. It hurts. Yes. Bandaging an arm stump would hurt, I imagine. <laughs> David Alexander McDonald as Walter Falkenstein. I like stumps. Oh, especially tree stumps. They are good for sitting. Kevin Hoskins as Rudolf Pelzer. I can't have a stump forever. Can I? Who knows? How can I be an elite killing machine without an arm? You could always bite people to death. I like people. Oh. Julie Goldstein as the robot. You think I would rust in the ocean, but no. And now I'm in the scar base. Maybe this will lead to more robot on robot action. Amanda Fitzwater as Nebulon. Round two, in which I shall mount you down for slag and turn you into a pen cake. You'll get yours. I'll get my cake. Kristen Bays as the Umket triplets. Can you believe how concerned Thomas was? Isn't he just a darling? He's to die for! I was concerned too. And me. Yeah, and them and me too. Oh, you silly fella. I know, so sweet. Eh, boys. Jerry Crawford as the Dean. Hello, I am the Dean. And not just any Dean, the Dean of learning. And Jeffrey Bridges as the commercial announcer. Can you believe we named the key ingredient in Unclean after the leader of Ska? I can. And then to make a buck. This is Seth Adamsher. Stay tuned next time as Dixie tries to cope with some uncomfortable changes. Only at PendantAudio.com. You've been listening to a pendant production of the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater. Brought to you by Unclean and the Uncoin Test. And remember, it's so much worn soap, it's so clean. It's so much worn suds, where have you been? It's all you ever need, just ask the dean. Hello, I am the dean, and I can tell you, home clean works because it's made with geistmatite, which means that cleaning glass surfaces has never been easier for you. Or Volker. How come I'm going to have to do everything? This is so unfair. Stay safe, America, and good night. <sighs> First my lab, then you blasting through a wall, and you verbally abuse me. I swear, if this continues, I really am going to defect. And you can take that, and you can stick it up your blue, gooey... This production was written by Jeffrey Bridges and directed by Seth Adam Schur. Umkent Industries presents the Dixie Stenbergen Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, created by Jeffrey Bridges. Copyright 2008, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm. How's that for a half-wit? <laughs>